Welcome to another day in paradise. I'm your host, Karamia Delala, and on today's episode, we're going to play a fun game called Take It or Leave It, and we're going to get a male's perspective about some of the common myths or, I don't know, stigmas around dating. Today's guest is my brother, Cameron. Say what's up, everybody. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Hope you're doing good. I'm excited to have my brother here because, you know, not only has he been by my side for most of my life uh, in terms of, well our age, but also in dating. And he always kind of calls me out on my shit and makes sure, you know, I get a perspective from like the male perspective on things. And so I, I may not always be things I want to hear. Right, bro. But you know, you're always good about keeping me in check. So I appreciate that. Um, well, yeah, that's what a brother's for. He's got to keep it, you know, your his sister in check just because gotta keep it real you know you know yeah that's the only that's the realest person that you have in your life yes your siblings your siblings are the most real people you have in your life so if you're lucky enough to have them great if not find some friends that feel like siblings because you need those kind of relationships you need people to tell you like it is you know so we're gonna play a cool little game called take it or leave it and basically we're gonna say something and then the person's gonna say whether they take it or leave it and give a brief reason of whether or not they would take it or leave it so first off guy pays on a first date take it or leave it i'm taking that and why um just the way i was raised i always think guys you know you're inviting a girl out for the first date you want to you know pay for the first date you're asking them out and i feel like that's your responsibility to pay for if you're like trying to go out with them you know if they're that important to you that you want to go out on a date then pay that's yeah no. the respectful <laughs> thing to do is to pay yeah and i'm definitely on the take it uh myself as well i do believe uh based on how i was raised it is the male's responsibility to pay the first date but uh, the second date that's a whole another thing you know uh, i can't I'm, believe it's I'll such leave a short the second leave. date because uh you know they can get you back on the second one and you know how do you feel about girls paying on the first date take it or leave it uh girls paying you know you you like that a girl will offer to pay there's like a sense of damn she's like you know actually reaching her person trying to pay the tab that's a turn on but at the same time you're a little threatened and you you know you have a set thing where you want to pay so it's and like, it could be emasculating i guess i mean in that way right yeah a little bit but you know in all it's it's nice that they offered but you as the guy you want to try to get that that in you know show them that that's important to you for sure and what about putting out on the first date <laughs> no for real i mean take it or leave it Putting out on the first date? Yeah. Is that in there? Yeah, I added that in when you weren't looking at the notes. <laughs> but I mean, really, <sighs> truthfully, there is a big um, stigma around this. And I think in modern times, now it's more like put out or get out. So, I mean, what's your thoughts on that? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm serious. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we, we're X-rated. I have to always tell people that. It's no problem. Kids um, aren't listening. Putting out on the first date is risky. You don't always want to. You know, if you like somebody, you know that if you put out on the first date, it's you might not look. Ladies, at listen up for this one. I've been waiting for this to be, you know, affirmed for a long time. Go ahead. I'm, you can I'm trying to talk here. Okay. Um, so, yeah, if you put out on the first date, you think that the girl is kind of easy and that you don't look at them the same way. And it's like. But how come 
Okay, I'm going to interrupt because now. I How already know what you're going to say. Dude. Because the guys have a past because they're guys. That's just how it's built in the system. All right, but this, in is, the the matrix, this is the system. In the Matrix, there's weird shit that happens, and guys are more accepted, and they can do certain but shit. But I should look at you and say, pee. what a slut he put out with me on the first date. He's so easy. I don't even want to date him sluts. anymore. Have you ever heard of a girl's call? Yes. Guy? Women have Who? call. Women do I've call. Never heard that. Behind y'all's back, we do. This that is the lamest <laughs> put down. Like, call me a dick, call me an asshole, but a slut. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm a slut. Like, that's not. Oh god, what is that? This isn't toxic though. This isn't toxic masculinity. All right. So next up, um, flirting is only acceptable when you're at like older people parties or you're hanging around people that are over sixty. I'll take, take that. You're gonna take it. Because um, basically, when you go to an older person party, like in their 60s, you can hit on whichever lady you want and your wife or your girl, oh, sorry, and your girlfriend's <laughs> not like threatened by this old lady, you know, like you can get away with it. They're of age, older than of age. Where <laughs> well, they, yeah, well beyond. <laughs> well beyond the age of anything. That feels like that, a threat. Yes, exactly. Right. So, so if J Lo hit on you when she was sixty. Oh hell yes, J Lo in her sixties. That's gonna that's be a like threat. a forty-year-old white lady. <laughs> An equivalent to J Lo sixty forty. Then yeah. I mean, Carry not even floor, white, just yeah. just forty-year-old attractive-looking lady. You know, like J Lo sixty is like the I, new thirty. I wish I had a J Lo sixty. Or no, if my wife is listening to this. She's a JLo 20. <laughs> oh, is correct. all right. Um, kids walking through your yard, take it or leave um, it. I'm gonna leave it. I don't like kids walking. I don't like anybody walking through my yard. I have guard dogs to the ready. Okay. You have two great Pyrenees. Those are barely guard dogs. They're known for guarding animals. They're like wolves. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it is. It's weird how when you get older, like I'll, I'll, I'll I don't really know because I don't have a yard of my own, but I will say in regards to a similar thing, like when you get older, things that you used to do, like now it like annoys you when you see younger people doing it. Like you're like, Ugh, look at all of them like gathering oh, down yeah, at the docks. That's you know? been <laughs> down for centuries. People have known that once you get older, you turn to your parents, you start doing annoying shit that your parents did. And you're like, <laughs> But Why sometimes, I, I don't know, this? I'm trying to stay conscious and not do that. Um, but the thing you have to find out is who are you more like, your mom or your dad? I mean, I think it always turns out to be a combination you, of both. Yeah. I mean, maybe sometimes or it's, it's like, like a subtle. 60-40 or like a 70-30. All right. Um, I got, this is an interesting one. Okay, and we have totally different things on this. Take it or leave it. You want to be the hottest friend in your friend group when you go out, or you want to be the least, you're like the least attractive friend. Like you're, you're either one or the other. You're the hottest one or the least attractive. Do you choose to surround yourself hotter people or less attractive people? Um, I'm leaving that. I want to be the most attractive person when I go out with my friends. Just, uh, I don't know what that. I don't know. And that's funny because that like, means, but I like. Oh, look at me! Like no. You want to be the hottest, and I'm the opposite. I I don't care if I'm not the hottest. Well, I don't want any threats. You know, <laughs> I don't want somebody coming out like, look at this, you know, 
Poseidon looking dude that's like ripped, works out 19 hours a day. But you don't think like hanging out with that Poseidon looking guy makes you like look a little more like hotter, like because you're with the hot people? Or like you're with the attract more like a physically attractive. So, if you're, not, so we're trying to talk about this like on the terms of attractiveness. Tens, you know what people would uh, be what attracted. We're saying? If you have like all tens around you, you're like just automatically. I feel like you're automatically but more then, attractive. Or maybe that drops you down so low because you're around such hot people that now you're like a four or five. I don't know. You're right. I never thought of it like that. I guess that just goes to show like your self-concept i'm like oh i'm hotter now because i'm like with the cool kids or whatever well no now you're surrounded <laughs> by so many hot people you're like obviously you're the one ugly duckling like <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i mean I'm like, i don't want to be stick... the ugly duckling i don't want to be around all 10s and 11s and 12s like I, you I... think that makes you less of a 10 well, you're only like you're only like an eight point five. You got man boobs. I'm like a nine point two. Oh, okay. If All you right. Really, the scale was. You're like a, so you're really stretching or, out no, the, I, the numbers in between. Eight point seven five. Two point three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and um, hooking up with your siblings' friends, take it or leave it. I'm taking that all day because your siblings' friends are. I mean, let's let's be honest. They're easy target. They're there. They want to ha have sex. I mean, how can you pass it up? Hey, can I sleep in here tonight? Like, what am I fucking stupid? What am I saying? <laughs> no, you can't sleep in here. Like, of course. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, I would take it too. I honestly, I think it's a great uh, place to find a person. And I think like a lot of people, if you look around, as hard as it is, like when they have to like hear about it or like, oh my God, I can't believe you're like with my bro or whatever. At the same time, it's like, well, at least you already are friends with that person. You already like them. And like, you already love your siblings. So you're like, okay, it's not that bad. It's like, whatever. Well, yeah. The weird part is when you like have done it so many times, you have to get stealth con five with it. And it's like, no, we're not, we're not hanging out. And Cameron, when you've hooked up with most of my friends, that's probably part of the problem. So you go in a room and it's like 10 people are in there have all hooked up with you. That's only happened twice. I know, but it was awkward. Uh, farting in public. I'm taking Take that all day. You're taking a lot of stuff. You're a taker. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> I came up with a lot of these because this is my segment. Take it or leave it. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, you are the guest, so I'm letting you no, run the let show. let me just explain the whole farting thing in public, because I've gotten to the age where it's like, it's not healthy to hold a fart in. Like, it can do serious damage. It can make you feel stomach pains and <laughs> really feel uncomfortable. No, I'm going to take it too, honestly. And you just and... need to let it out. You know, I, I can't believe I'm even to say this on air, but a little crop dust never hurt nobody. You know, as long as you're walking well, and breaking wind. You know, they can hear. <laughs> I don't care if they hear it. You know, I farted. I let you know. This is, I farted. <laughs> My stomach hurts. <laughs> I mean, there's not shit I can do about it at this point. Oh my God. Oh my God. So that's our segment. No, of... Hold on. We missed one. Wait, I don't think we missed yes, any. Yes, we did. The one where it's uh, hanging out with uh, people that you wouldn't normally hang out with. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Okay. You ask me. You ask me. 
All right, take it or leave it. Would you hang out with somebody that you wouldn't normally hang out with if they have something that you want to do, like something cool, like a pool or pool table or something that you enjoy doing? Would you hang out with this person just to enjoy their cool house or their cool pool or whatever? Cool yacht. Yeah, I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it too. I don't think... No, it's fine. It's just the thing is, I don't think... I think people invite you to enjoy things and there shouldn't be a pretense of why. And so it's like, am I really wrong? Because you have this thing I want, this swimming pool or this jet ski or this yacht and you're inviting me on it. So I mean, it's like, yeah, I'm going to take it right. Like you got to take every opportunity you can get to enjoy the fun stuff in life. I mean, would I ordinarily hang out with them if they didn't have that thing? Probably not, but they know that that's why they bought it. Right. Yeah. It's kind of sad, but. I mean, yeah. Why would you buy this cool ass when you shit were a when kid? You're lame when you were a kid, you never wanted to well, have no, something mean... for people to like you more. Like I'm gonna get this video game, or I'm gonna get this pog, or I'm gonna no. Do I thought I have this cool ass shit. Now all these people want to hang out with me. Exactly. That's and I point. didn't want them to. I'm... <laughs> That's what I'm trying to. I'm like, I just got this for myself. Like I didn't <laughs> oh want to hang out with all you guys. That's how I felt. Oh my God! See, I'm the polar opposite. I'm like, because you want this cool all these people. Shit. I just had them coming around for all my cool shit that my mom, you know, spent <laughs> a bunch of money on. That now I look back and I'm like, how did she afford all this stuff? I know, paintball guns and like literally I everything my we had. Like, mom, if you're listening, she always listens every week. My mom is dedicated. She's we gonna love be on you. Here soon. You 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 bought so much expensive shit, and I was so spoiled and. Uh, we love you and Kara, you know, no. got arrested a bunch of times and got bailed out. So that was equivalent to all the stuff I got because I never went to jail. So that's how I look at it. No. And I think like, okay, thanks. I've only been in jail like and bailed out literally once. Every other time it was just like I volunteered to go. <laughs> oh, wait, you did stay in jail three days. Yeah, I chose to go that time so I could get off probation. That was such a big deal. Rude. Yeah. Three days in jail. Yeah. It was like, fun. Was Me and my friend went together. 47 days. <laughs> Those people hated me. They were like, look at her. She's getting her hair corn rolled. Like, she's in you here thinking she's so having an experience. so much more gangster, though. Like, I felt like <laughs> I you could fight better. I was in there for three better. days. Like, I think you were, like, pumping people iron were, or I was trading oatmeal pies. You looked a lot more ripped, too. <laughs> we were doing you a lot of sit-ups and push-ups. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, sh- I might as well have got a tattoo. But me and... and uh, M, I'll, I'll just say M because I don't want to expose her if she doesn't want to be exposed. But I, I knew I, I was going. Em. She didn't think she was or, going. She's my Instagram friend. <laughs> and uh, she didn't think she's she was going. She's still in jail. <laughs> no, she's not. <laughs> we all made it out of the system. God. Um, no, I think she served four days. Yeah, but she uh, <laughs> she didn't think she was going. I doubled up the underwear. Where's I knew. Okay, hold Glad I was able to get you some water, bro. Welcome back. <laughs> um, but yeah, I kind of want to, I, I like where we were headed in the direction of parenting in general, thanking our parents. Definitely, um, you know, if we're if you're lucky enough to out, out there to have a great parent, you know, that's, I'm happy for you. I, I hate it for people who don't, who don't have siblings. Uh, but like I said, find people out there that are like that to you. And just, there's always can be those people. And my brother is a parent and that's something I haven't experienced at this point. Like I want to be a parent. I'm not a parent. He is. So he has 
three kids and, um, you know, tell us a little bit about what that's like. What are you learning being a parent about yourself, about parenting? Well, it's, a, it's every day you're learning something new. I mean, being a parent, you're just always on your toes. You don't know what's coming next. And it's, I mean, it's amazing. Um, and there's a lot there, of you, sacrifice you, that goes into it, you know? Well, not only that, but you'll, you'll never love somebody as much as you love your kids and the, the, the way you feel about them. It's like, you'll do whatever, like you'll put your life on the line. Like you'll, you know, risk whatever it is, whatever it takes, all your money, all your, this, like, you know, you'll do whatever for your kids to make sure. Well, and partnership is important too, you know? Like when you're, when you're lucky to get a great relationship with someone who is a good parent too, and like really takes parenting, you know, seriously, because, you know, parenting is hard. And when people have to do it on their own or they don't have someone there, it's hard. I mean, imagine one kids, two kids, and there are people out there, like there are times where our mom didn't have the best support from our dad, you know, in terms of parenting. And it was a lot on her. She was showing up to all of our sports like she was doing all that stuff. And it's nice to have someone to kind of split that with. You know what I'm saying? So when people will constantly ask me, why don't you just have a kid, you know, on your own? It's like, well, it's just like hard. (laughs) It's harder to have children on your own. Yeah. When I think back about mom, I just think of like a superhero, basically, in my eyes. Like, how did this woman come to all my swimming matches and baseball matches and you know, never not showed up almost to the point where you like didn't want them to come like one time because you're like, <laughs> you know, if you're like in a rut or something, your mom's there cheering you on. It's like, you know, I remember times where I was like, mom, you know, you don't have to come to this game because I might not have been like hitting good or like. Yeah, but you understand like how that would affect you now. As well, a no. And I remember one time she's like was waiting in the parking lot like she didn't even leave. Yeah, and that's the thing. And I felt so bad. I was like, why did I say that, you know? Yeah, because so many people... Because I was having a shitty game, and I was thinking my mom, like, was... Her saying shit was, like, fucking me up or messing me up. Yeah, but she was just trying to be there for you and, like... Yeah, I mean, you'll look at whatever reason to blame somebody sometimes, like... When you're, like, doing... Yeah, yeah, like, you're you're heckling me, mom. somebody to blame. Yeah. Yeah. And that's in life in general, I think. But, um, you know, parenting is definitely what I think for me, what I've taken away from a lot of the parenting thing and like from my friends that are parents and from you is like parenting is a lot about realizing all the things and sacrifices and things your parents really did do for you. Even if they seemed really minuscule at the time, like putting food on the table. I don't remember mom (laughs) sacrificing a lot because she always did so much for us taking us on european cruises but i'm not talking about sacrifice in that way i'm talking about sacrifice like i remember sacrifice when i think of it is like her sorry mom for saying but like you know not feeling so good sometimes and like yeah like her mental kicking the floor and like (laughs) losing your mind her hair out (laughs) you know where you know, I felt the, so sad that, you know, this person's going through this and this are us kids are causing this or like whatever she's going through is so much because like you said, one person 
can't do it all. Like it's too much. It is too much. And people are out there trying to see somebody try to take it on. And you see, it's like too much. Like they're going crazy. Yeah. And I don't blame like that mom, like that on mom. Like I don't look back and think, you know, Oh, you know, there was times where I'm like, this woman's juggling jobs and always had hot food on the table and always, you know, had a clean house that's and it was immaculate and everything was just... I don't understand. That's why I would go crazy. The amount of shit mom did, like, it would drive any person, normal, sane person crazy. Like, but that's, that's what she too did too much to take on. Yeah. yeah, but that's what that's what it is. And I think that's what being a parent is. And I think sometimes it literally does make you crazy. Um, but sometimes, But then at times it makes you like the happiest you've ever been your whole life. So it's like a balance. You know, like when you look at your kid, it's a, it's a balance. Like, you, you know, sometimes you want to lose your mind. Sometimes you want to sit in your car in the driveway for an extra 20 minutes and just like not go inside. You know, I mean, <clears throat> people say that, but you know, so, um, but other than like parenting and everything else like that, I think another interesting thing to know about you is like, this isn't your first marriage. This is your second marriage, you know? So are there things that you can, you know, say that you took away from your first marriage that you can maybe give some advice to people who are on their second round? Yeah, just, you know, never give up because sometimes you feel like, you know, that first swing and miss is, you know, you don't want to take another swing. You might fuck up again and then you fuck up a third time and you strike out. It's like, how many swings can you take and keep getting married and then it doesn't work out? And yeah, it's scary. The first one's kind of like, it's like you, practice. You, you want, yeah, like, but not I mean, that. I hate to say that, but that's you what wanna it feels be, like nowadays. Now in the second one, you want to be more sure. You want to be more careful. Like, the first one happened, and now I'm not fucking around. Like, I want this one to be, like, the one where I'm not taking a third swing. Like, yeah. I hit it out of the park, and so I'm run. Definitely. And it's okay. Like, a lot of people we get married for like a lot of different reasons nowadays than we used to, right? Like it's about love and it's about connection and stuff. And sometimes that stuff ends or sometimes the, the core of who you are, like you don't figure that out soon enough and you like move on and get married and everything. And then like the true people start to show and it's like, Whoa, you know, I don't know that this was the person I thought it was. And I I don't think I've really been with anyone long enough in my life to witness the change. But a lot of people say, Oh, it's like six months or, Oh, it's like, 12 months. I don't yeah, know. You know, I've, I've shown my true colors. It's, it's not pretty. No, and, I, and I'm glad that your wife is still there. No. Yeah. I've put my life through hell. Like I've said shit that I shouldn't have said and didn't mean and just to be hurtful. And Yeah. And that's, uh, you know, everybody yeah. does that. You don't have to, it doesn't, everybody does that right? Like there's no relationship where we haven't said something like even in a friendship or to our parent or anyone like, but the crazy part is she's never said anything hurtful towards me. Well, do you, then you should remember that sometimes. You know, I think that's an important lesson to take away and, and, and I commend her. I'm going to clap my hands to her. Yeah. I commend her too. Because that's hard. You know, it's is hard. that just the person that I am? No. I'm built the way to like put people down and she has the power to not like do that. Like what the hell? Why am I so fucked up? And why, you know, I don't, how does she have the strength? 
the first it, it, step is admitting you have a problem. No, it's just people are built better. different. People are built different. So you think that you're just matched up with someone that is resilient to that and that you're that person, but they're never Yeah, be there's that. the aggressor and there's the people that can take the aggression. That's an interesting point of view. I mean, I don't know that I agree. I'm going to leave it. I'm not going to take it on that one. Are you the aggressor or are you the... I'm probably the doormat. I mean, that's what I've read in most yeah, of the books. You I know? know. And that's the sad part. Well, because I've witnessed it because you're my sister. For sure. And you need to stop going and finding golf balls. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, let's like... give some background to yeah. the golf balls. I said, oh, one day I was out on the river. And there were some guys out there. And they were had buckets and they were collecting golf balls. So we were like, oh, you know. And I was like, oh, I'll get you some, you know get golf balls too. Cause I see them all in the river. So I'm like getting them. I got like five golf balls. I felt proud of myself. I'm like, yeah, I was getting them golf balls. And then here comes my brother with the slap reality. Go ahead. Tell me, tell me what you said. I just said, you don't need to be getting anybody's golf balls. Like they, <laughs> they need to be getting golf balls for you. Yeah. And I guess that was a weird metaphor, but I guess it makes sense. You know, like I was diving in after those balls. You know, thinking I was looking like some kind of ball deep. I was balls deep in the river, and balls, uh, balls deep. Unless they only have one ball. Yeah, and I guess ball from the deep. male perspective, is like my brother says, like, you know, they should be getting the balls for you. It's like, well, whoa, you know. I mean, I yeah, I guess I I do think that, and in a lot of ways, I do think that. But then sometimes in my actions or how I uh, interact, I, I maybe it shows a different thing, like less security, you know. Because there is this undying need for like people to like me, for guys to like me. I mean, it's a need for validation, right? And I, that's obviously not healthy. Let's put that on the checklist of things I got to talk about in therapy. But validation, being liked, being wanted, you know? And so sometimes I didn't realize like that doesn't mean you have to like do nice stuff for people or go out of your way for them. Like you can gain those things from being confident and being secure and like, Ugh, well, you know? I feel like a lot of it has to do with having a connection with somebody beyond looks like sometimes you can just be around somebody and feel their energy and feel that they're a nice person and not be so physically attracted to them where it's like oh this is you know brad pitt or you know i know but i think that's funny pitt when attractive people now, say but, that uh, and they're also in relationships who's somebody with attractive hot people. right now brad Liam pitt's Meester, so hot or no oh <laughs> Okay, Liam Meester. No, the person I said was um Liam Hemsworth. That's Liam Hemsworth. that's one of my top top hotties out there. I mean, Liam Hemsworth, what's up? You know, you're hot. You're not gonna ever listen to this podcast, but I want you to know, dude. Yeah, I don't know, Miley. I don't know. She fucked up, right? Or no, I don't up? know. He fucked up. I take mean, it or leave it. Take it or leave it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm a Miley all the way. Miley all the way. Team Miley. I no, may think. I think she messed up. He I, seems like a nice guy. I think I he just wanted her to really change. Know. That's the thing. It's a nice guy trying to be with a bad girl, and you know. She seems kind of like too. She's a wild card. She's like a she, wild card. Yeah. She's like one of those wild horses you're trying to tame. And yeah, and she like, said she won't be tamed. That's actually one of her songs, too. No. <laughs> I mean, she has a whole it? list. Yeah, wild really? card, I won't be tamed. You know, That's like. A, I, I could have wrote this shit. <laughs> I'm coming up with shit on the spot right now. But, um. I know. And the thing is, that's what I love about you is like sometimes you tell me things that are harsh, like I don't want to hear about relationships or 
Now, I don't all leave it when you told me earlier, like I have to lower my expectations. I feel like that's a leave it for me. I'm never going to lower my expectations. I think I am very worthy adversary. Um, I think I have a lot, a lot, a lot to offer a person. And I have a lot to just, in general, I have a very full and enriched and amazing life. I deserve to be able to share that with whoever I think is uh, worthy of that. And I'm, I'm never going to change that. And I think you, you think my expectations of what a guy should be physically, sometimes you rag me on that because you're like, oh, you, you want this guy that's a 10 in your mind or supermodel guy. And it's like, I don't know. They put people in rows, 10 people ranked one to 10 guys and ranked one to 10 girls, right? They lined them up and like 99% of the time, the person chose the person across from them that just happened to be their numerical equivalent on the chart. Most people, and I look back at the people I've dated. I mean, I've dated some pretty attractive people. So I just don't feel like it's out of grasp. I think it's just my expectation is beyond just looks and attractiveness, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think sometimes it's hard to find a match just based on looks. No, it's never going to be just on looks, right? They got to looks only get you so far. Yeah. I mean, there's more to it. There, you know, you have to get along. You have to have a good similar personalities and have that flow. Yeah. And I feel like the weirdest thing is, yeah, there were times where with people I didn't even think I was like the most attracted to. Like, you're right. I had like a good connection with, and that has, didn't really happen much in like, until my more recent years. But I also think I've like loosened up on like what my well, ideal I mean, person does, is. Does sex have something to do with that? Sometimes sex blinds you where you're, you don't realize, <clears throat> you know, that the relationship is really shit and the sex is good. I mean, you can't for just, sure. Is for sure. Love, there is someone I dated in my past. Like, love you can dis- is disguised by lust or lust is one of the it's basically like like lust you, can lust, pretend it's yeah, love. Like yeah, people yeah. think you it's think the you're same. like in love, but it's lust. Yeah, maybe I don't really know too much of the difference between those two things, but I will say this: there are times where I look back at people I thought I loved now as like an adult, and I'm like, whoa, that was not love. That yeah, was yeah, lust yeah, yeah. because when you really early back relationships, the oh my god! Like your first love, the crazy shit that I did with my first love was ridiculous. Like keying cars and just showing up at guys' house. Like, <laughs> oh my god! It was it was embarrassing. I know, and I I always think back like you were you were like some Mark Wahlberg and fear shit. Like let me in the goddamn house, like. <laughs> Exactly. exactly. I know, but you know, I mean, love does make you crazy at any age. I think when it's the yes. wrong person, I know that's fucked up, but I think love should not be anxiety. Shouldn't really be butterflies. Shouldn't be all that stuff. It should feel calm and it should feel like you're just like with the right person. And it shouldn't be all this like anxiousness because that's really literally the red flags. Is that not in passion though? No, that's Is that like, not like Spaniards? Coming in on a, like a horse, like with red flags, like back up, you know, the way your body reacts, we should pay attention to that. Like, and scientists have even proved this, the body reactions, you think it's excitement. How many people have you been in love with? Real love? I don't really even know. Maybe just one. Maybe just one. Like true love where I feel like 
yeah, I mean, I would have done anything and everything with that person, and I, that's that. But like we other had people, babies with them, everything, and... like the whole thing. But there are other people I I thought I could have got there with. Like I definitely felt pre love. Is it was like a force feeling, like you had to kind of force a little. No, bit? the last person I that I actually thought I loved was the most recent person I dated, and I really did feel the kind of feelings I really hadn't ever felt. Because of the way that that person talked to me and treated me and looked at me and touched me like that, sh- that shit, like was really he like a con artist was it an illusion. No, it wasn't a con artist. I mean, that's, we've talked about this on earlier episodes. It wasn't a con. It's just, there was a history. There was someone else that I was not going to overcome. Like it just was, that was the bottom line. And when that person didn't think that person was in, in the picture or an option, then they were willing to be free to move forward. But as soon as that person came back around, they were no longer willing to be free to move forward. They wanted to go back know, to what I they knew. I just feel like it's hard to turn those feelings on and turn them Cameron, off. Cameron, so it's easily. not on and off. It's just this person, they always no, told I'm me they love that it, person more. Okay, you know? Kara, I'm just saying, as that guy, I can't just I'm not like, speaking for on, the guy. On. I'm no, only I'm, speaking, I'm speaking for how for I felt. I'm speaking for the guy. Okay. I can't imagine like me as that guy. Like, I feel some sort of way about you. I'm going to tell you all these things. Oh, my God. I love you. Blah, blah, blah. Well, there was not really you... saying I love okay, you like that. Well, not but... I love you, but blah, blah, blah. Whatever the fuck you were saying, you know dude. I mean, I'm just saying love wasn't used. Well, all just... this other shit that he did. And then now all of a sudden he he's like, I'm not going to talk to you. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, sorry. Like. <laughs> I just feel like that's crazy. How do you? How are you on one minute and then you're off like two seconds later? That doesn't make sense. Like even as a guy, like that's crazy. Like, okay, I'm not gonna keep I, explaining I, no, the situation, saying, and I can't it doesn't make understand sense it. even as a guy. So that that's just my input from the guys. Okay, it doesn't make sense even as a guy. I mean, I don't know because I'm not that guy. Okay. Have you ever been in love with somebody that you were like with for a long time that you broke up and then you? Wait, thought that was who over. Were you in love with for some long time. Me love you long time. Who? But that me love guy? you long time. What? You're saying you're in love with that guy? No, probably? no. I'm saying he was in love with someone. So I'm saying oh, put oh, yourself oh. in his shoes. You were okay. with someone for a long time. You love them deeply. You were in a relationship with them. You think the relationship is over. You move on to try to date. You haven't dated anyone. You try to date. You start dating someone. You like them. You like them. You feel pretty strongly about them. You're having a good time. You're pursuing it pretty strongly. But the person that you already love, like genuinely, truly love, comes back and says, I want to be with you now. Do you abandon the relationship you've just started and go back to that person? Or do you stay with the person you just started dating? Most people, I would say, they go back. They backslide. That's just the truth of it. What would you know. do? Have you ever been in that situation? Well, yeah. At a certain point, you have to ask yourself, do you want to keep going backwards? Do you want to keep going back to what you had? Or do you want to move forward to something new? And you, as a person, you have to decide that. Some people just have to let it go, what they had, and move forward. I mean, some people are great. Life. Some people can just break up and never talk to you again. Because right? They can just be gonna, like, it's That's over. a cycle. I feel like what they're going through. Yeah. And then the next person, they're, he's they're gonna take a break, and then he's gonna find somebody, and then she's gonna want it back, and it's gonna it's, it's a cycle. Yeah, it's a cycle. I got off of the ship. All right, I got off of the mind bender. You are a victim. I was a victim of two two people's game. That's fine. 
it doesn't detract and, and what I, my point and my sum up of this part of the conversation is it does not detract from what I felt. And I will say that in those moments where it felt very real to me, regardless of anything else, that to me was the closest I had felt to a man making me feel the way I believe I deserve to be treated. Period. Okay, opening doors, you know, bringing fans up to my room. We've talked well, about yeah. these things. I mean, Doing these little paper, acts of kindness like and things. he was a, to apply at a job, like on paper, this dude was like checking all the boxes and like, oh, he's a nice guy. I shook his hands like... He checked all the boxes, but like you said, he was just using you as a ploy to get to the back to the cycle because we're on a cycle. You're the person, then he goes back and then gets somebody else. Like, sorry. It's okay. Uh, we just the bangs pick up on the mic, but uh, yeah, we flail our arms. We're Italian. When we talk, we, we do a lot of talking with our hands. So it gets loud in here. We're slapping things. We're whacking things, hitting the table. I mean, we get, we get emotional, but um, I think the sum up of it is that my brother doesn't always tell me the things I want to hear. And I think that that's why I love him the most is because he tells me the harsher things, the harder things to hear the male perspective um, which is important because I'm not a dude. I'm not a dude and I'm not in a dude's head and I don't really know. And I think men are simple creatures and we just try to overcomplicate them. And my brother's always told me like, if a guy likes you, he's going to call you. If a guy wants to spend time with you, he's going to, if he wants to make, you know, whatever. And I don't, you know, I think it's the same for us. Correct. We're women. We have the right to say, if we want to spend time with you, we will. If we want to text you back, we will. And the power is in both of your hands. And I think that's what makes a mutual connection is when two people are willing to put in the effort. <laughs> All right. So obviously connection is important. I want to talk about, I want to, I want to throw out another take it or leave it that came to me. I want to know being with a woman who makes more money than you take it or leave it. Um, I'll take it because uh, I'm confident and I feel like if my wife makes good money, that's nothing to look down on. I mean, she's can go out there and get it too, just as much as a guy can. Yeah, I love that. I think, uh, you know, take it. I mean, I think winning together is the goal. And if you, whoever's putting into the community COFER, the more money that gets in there, the better, the more stability for your family. Nothing wrong with it don't understand why people are so threatened by it. Um, no, I mean, like, doesn't Jay-Z and Beyonce keep going back and forth? Like, I'm taking it. You're like, you know, like, <laughs> I got it. You, you, you know. Well, I mean, yeah, they're obviously... Like, who's making more? <laughs> they're both billionaires, so I don't think at that point it really matters. You know, everybody's <sighs> contributing to the whatever. I mean, you're just you're rich as hell. It doesn't even matter at that point. I mean, I think... They still have separate bank accounts, I heard, though. Oh wow! Well, most people I think nowadays, <laughs> no, I think I think separate bank accounts are more of a, a commonality now. I think a lot well, of yeah, relationships you are doing even, it. You don't even know what I'm doing with my shit. You know, if I want to go to Vegas and say I'm going to Salt Lake City, that's none of your business, really. You can't I mean, check my bank records. Oh Lord, yeah, it is my Lord business. Lord married. Lord have mercy, it's my business if we're married. I think. What? Maybe that's part of the problem with modern relationships. Too much separate together. We got to put more things together. Bank yeah, accounts, joint bank accounts have are good. Paper trail. Yeah, paper trails, joint bank accounts are good. Sharing more things. 
you know, putting more things together. Wait, because everything I think is like, I'm we fucking it up for all the guys. Separate. <laughs> what am I doing? Oh, shit, homies. you fucked it up for all the guys. But uh, yeah. listen, bro, I've like really enjoyed having you on the show today. I think the moral of the story is, you know, there's two perspectives on everything. You know, more there's a million perspectives. Everybody has an opinion. Um, and it's important to talk to people who are different than you. Whatever that is, if they look different, if they are different, if they, uh, you know, identify differently, whatever it is, because you, you got to get the perspectives from everyone. And, Another take it or leave. Uh, oh, you're coming in from the, yeah. from the outro. Okay, he wants to end Sorry, on a take it or leave. Uh, will you date a guy that has a crappy car? Like an old, like... <laughs> I, I hate this question because there's like, no really nice way to answer it. You know, I mean, is it vintage? No, but he looks good. I mean, yeah, but is it vintage? I mean, mm, image does matter. And like when you're pulling up, they're per they're parking that shit like all the way in the back. If you really like someone, I just don't think that should matter. That's the truth of it. You know, I think if you really like someone and you're feeling them. You're always thinking to yourself, they can always get a so different cars, car. They don't matter. Yeah. You'd be pulling up on a moped and you'll jump on. Oh, yeah. Ride or die. Ride, Ride or, or die. die. Got it. Uh, your job can change. Your car can change. A lot of things about you can change, but the person ain't changing, right? Like in reality, I think the most important thing I've had to learn is like, stop looking for the wounded birds or the people that if I put a little effort in, they could be great. I mean, I honestly... It's more but like, don't, isn't that like a together. natural woman like thing to do yeah. to a guy where it's like, I, I could see potential in him. I can make him better. I don't You're think like that's the key, women kind of mold guys into like what they want them to be sometimes. I think that's not the key though. I think the key is people who say, I want to be better for you and they go out and do what they have to do. I think being But naturally too much, a guy wouldn't just be better. Like he needs somebody eh? to like some guys need to be like pushed. You know, nudged along like come on like, like. Yeah. I get it. I mean, I think and I've just been burned kind of, too many times, you know, putting it in, you know, putting in the effort and I think in the end like I You don't suffer. make them work to you know, make them who you want them to be. No, it's not about making them work. I'm just saying I've made guys, I've pushed guys and, uh, you know, encouraged them and been that person for them and said, hey, try this thing or hey, maybe do this thing. And their lives dramatically changed or improved. And then that person moved on to take their great newness and be with someone else. It's so like it's when like, somebody wow, fat, okay. like loses weight and then leaves you. Yeah. I mean, I guess. But we shouldn't be talking about fat. Well, no, some plus size, not so fat. I mean, I'm just saying, when someone you're with improves and leaves you, right? That's the easy thing to say. When someone you're with gets better and mm -hmm, then leaves you. mm -hmm, Exactly. And you're like, but I was with you when you were nobody. Like, you get all like, you're like, ah, you know. Yeah, like, like I molded you. I made you the perfect person. Then you left me. What the hell? I put in all this work and effort. Yeah, and the worst part is if you look at it at the when it's all said and done, and that if that does happen, uh, is sometimes you think about well, how did you as a person suffer putting all the effort into someone else? Because I notice like when I'm busy trying to make someone else great, I'm not really caring too much about myself. Yeah, so the point is, I guess, to focus more on yourself and not what your partner does. Just make yourself better. Yeah, and because and, and you'll be better together. Like you both work on yourself and come and meet. And... Yes, I think that's the moral of the story. I mean. 
I learned to like, the hardest thing I'm trying to deal with right now is like self-acceptance and like genuine self-confidence, like real self-confidence where you really feel the ability to stand up for what you want or say no, or say your expectation and not be afraid that if the other person doesn't accept those things, Oh, you know, it's like a loss. Like, no, you have a right to be in who and expect what you want of another person. And the real confidence comes to be able to ask for it and then accept when someone's not willing to rise to that occasion. I think that for me, my insecurity has always made me so scared that if I just didn't be what people wanted me to be, like I was going to lose them, you know? All right. Well, I love you, bro. And I appreciate you being on today's show. And uh, I look forward to having you back in the future. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me. It was a blast. All right. And thank you so much for listening, tuning in to Another Day in Caradice. You can follow me at Another Night in Caradice on Instagram. Email me at Kara at anotherdayincaradice.com. You can also follow me on Facebook, Kara Mia Delala. Just get at me. Connect. You can leave me a message here on Spotify. I want to know what are your take it or leave it. Don't be afraid to share and uh, your thoughts on today's episode. Talk to you guys soon. Be real.